0: This is Viewpoint with attorney and author Chuck Chrismeyer. Viewpoint is a one-hour talk show confronting the issues of America's heart and home. And now with today's edition of Viewpoint, here is Chuck Chrismeyer. The Pentagon to require COVID-19 vaccines for all U.S. troops. It's starting. Police demand papers from restaurant goers in horrifying video in France. In Australia, helicopters are tracking people in order to force them into their homes. A U.S. House candidate says we should be allowed to shoot anyone who doesn't take the COVID seriously enough, in other words, to get the vaccine Another says doctors should have their medical licenses revoked for COVID misinformation. In other words, if they disagree with the company line, where does it end and what is it about? Is it just about COVID authoritarianism or is it about something much bigger? Today on Viewpoint, we're going to explore that. Jesus spoke about a time in Luke chapter 21 when men's hearts would fail them for fear for the things that were coming upon the earth. Question, is this that time? Is this that time? I can't tell you exactly, but I can certainly tell you that we're seeing some things taking place right now before our eyes that the world has not seen before, except perhaps in the former Soviet Union, in Nazi Germany, and in Maoist China. What is this all about? Is it possible to make sense of the coronavirus and all that's taking place right now before our eyes? A piece came out from the Israel National News yesterday called Making Sense of the Coronavirus. It's a fascinating piece, and I'm not going to go through the entirety of it with you but just to introduce the concept that this writer is suggesting that we might look at. Even as people are telling us that COVID-19 is back and with a vengeance, despite our greatest attempts to defeat it with isolation and vaccination. He says, leaving the medical issues aside, many people have tried to make sense of the coronavirus and what it means for the world. For the purpose of making sense of things, he said, I prefer to treat coronavirus as something that was meant to be in the natural order of things, something that fits into God's greater plan for mankind. Otherwise, he would not have allowed it to be. Well, one could say, is this man actually suggesting that God caused the coronavirus? No. When he says that this is something in the natural order of things that God has allowed to take place for his unique purposes, otherwise he would not have allowed it? Is he saying that this coronavirus actually was naturally, uh, just naturally occurred and has nothing to do with the Wuhan lab, has nothing to do with the intentional or negligent manipulation of dangerous viruses by people, whether it's Dr. Fauci or otherwise, who have had other designs, whether good, bad, or indifferent? No, I don't think that's what he's saying. He's saying the natural order of things is that which actually, shall we say, occurs in history heading toward God's designed or intended or declared end. If we look at it that way, then we can begin to see that indeed the coronavirus, indeed everything happening around it, actually is heading in a direction that is fulfilling biblical prophecy. And if we see it that way, then we would take a different look at this matter of the vaccine, the matter of the virus, the Delta virus, and other uh, permutations and combinations of the virus that are supposedly taking place, the intensity, the responses to it, and so on. We're going to take a look at a number of those responses today. In fact, this has become so almost overwhelming that I just really can hardly keep up with it. It's just amazing. And I don't have to go looking in obtuse places to try to find it. It's, it's just coming in like an avalanche. What people are realizing, doctors are realizing, politicians are realizing, moms and dads are realizing, but for some reason, I don't see it coming from pastors. I just don't see pastors commenting or expressing any viewpoint whatsoever concerning this coronavirus and the treatment that people are receiving whether it's medical treatment whether it's uh, political treatment whether it's uh, psychological treatment or mistreatment i just don't he- i don't hear it it's almost as if that pastors are afraid in fact the reality is almost everybody is afraid just as jesus said men's hearts failing them for fear for the things that are coming upon the earth In fact, they're not just coming upon the earth, they're here. And they're here in spades. And we want to talk about the implications of that here on Viewpoint. Hearts failing for fear, and then how do we, how do you respond in faith? How do we respond in faith? You see, it's not good enough just to decry the darkness, we have to shed some light on the situation. We try to do that here on Viewpoint, confronting the deepest issues of America's heart and home from God's eternal perspective, and we intend to do that today. But is it possible? Is there any light that can be shed in the midst of the in just encompassing darkness that seems to be sweeping upon the earth? Mr. Biden... Our current putative president says there's no ocean wide enough to keep us safe. Really? No ocean wide enough to keep us safe. On the other hand, he is intentionally allowing and facilitating thousands of infected illegals into the United States without vaccination and without even testing. Is he really serious? Does he really... Take this seriously? It doesn't appear that way. The only way he takes it seriously is if indeed it provides a means for controlling American citizens. For mandating them to do his will in order to achieve what would seem to be perhaps not their health, but ulterior motives. Otherwise, if it was for their health, then he would not allow and facilitate thousands of illegals coming into the country untested and without vaccinations, which he says are absolutely important to stop the virus. This is not just a matter of hypocrisy. This is a matter that is revealing that there is a nefarious agenda afoot. A nefarious agenda afoot. And it's being revealed in so many other areas, not only in this country, but all over the world. We'll take a look at those when we get back from this break, friends. I hope you'll stay tuned. It's conversation with ever-increasing conviction, talk that transforms. And I trust that will be transforming for you. Informing, yes. Transforming also. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Viewpoint. I'm Chuck Meyer. Greg Laurie, the pastor of a very large congregation in Southern California, wrote a piece just the last day or two. He said, we're reading the signs of the times. What a violent culture we live in today, he said. And Jesus said that things would be increasingly wicked in the last days, and the climate of the time prior to his return would be similar to the climate of the time during Noah's life. Well, what was it like during Noah's life? Well, during men, Noah's life, the imagination of men's hearts was evil only continually, and the violence was great. We see it everywhere today, don't we? And there seems to be no end in sight. In fact, it's being facilitated by certain politicians and political ideals, ideas rather, that uh, seem to be heading in a, a direction it is very unfamiliar for most here in America. And because it's so unfamiliar for most, it is striking increasing fear into the populace. Men's hearts failing them for fear for the things that are coming upon the earth. Things that we didn't have not seen before. Things that we are not familiar with. And so, this Article came out today. Pandemic has depression. Anxiety rates among youth are climbing worldwide. So if you think it's just adults that are having fear, no. If you think the pandemic hasn't taken a toll on the mental health of young people, ponder these two facts from a new review. One in four, 25% are suffering from depression, while one in five, 20% are struggling with anxiety. And our older children had more mental health struggles compared with younger ones concerning the pandemic. But is it just the pandemic that's causing the problem? Or is it the response to the pandemic that is causing the problem? Is it the encouraging, the striking of anxiety and fear prompted by such persons as the right Reverend Dr. Fauci who now has declared that COVID vaccines should be mandated for teachers. He said, I'm going to upset people, but I think we should. Dr. Fauci said, I'm sorry. I know people must like to have their individual freedom and not be told to do something. But I think we're in such a serious situation now that under certain circumstances, mandate should be done. What is he saying? What he's actually doing is striking the fear element in people across the country. He's not giving facts. In fact, the facts really are not there. He's pretending that the facts are there because he is the anointed one. He is the one that's head of uh, all of this, and therefore he should be trusted But why should he be trusted when he has shown, over the past year and a half, that the things that he says cannot be trusted? That his opinions and his thoughts and his declarations and his pontifications change with every wind of political belief, with every wind of uh, ideas and things that are coming out, and there's no medical substance for any of it, there's no proof, It's just a bunch of theorizing that changes every few days or every few weeks. But he says it should be mandated. And he said, I'm sorry. I know people must like to have their individual freedom and not be told to do something, but I think we're in such a serious situation now that under certain circumstances, mandates should be done. If we were under such a serious set of circumstances, then he would be willing to listen to Dr. Vladimir Zelenko, the New York doctor who has proved right on COVID treatments and is now calling for immediate arrests of people, the likes of which are Dr. Fauci and his, well, compatriots, so to speak. Last summer, Dr. Vladimir Zelenko reported overwhelming success in treating COVID patients with a protocol featuring hydroxychloroquine. Using hydroxychloroquine, zinc sulfate, plus a Z-Pack antibiotic, the New York doctor reported a success rate of 100% for low-risk patients and 99.3% for high-risk patients. Only 2 out of 2,200 of Zelenko's patients died. Of those two, one already had cancer, and the other was very old and already very ill with COVID-19 before using the protocol cdc bureaucrats democrat politicians big tech and big media colluded to suppress the information on Selenko's protocol which by the way dr fauci knows of so politics is killing thousands of americans obviously neither dr fauci nor the cdc nor any of these folk really consider this to be that serious though no, It appears that they have other motivations, other reasons for advancing this virus so as to terrify and tyrannize the American public and not only the American public, but the public worldwide. So Canada now has said, we're going to reopen our border to Americans, but only for the vaccinated. In other words, you have to have the anointing of Dr. Fauci and the CDC before you can come to Canada. Then, the National Institute of Health chief, Francis Collins, said he supports excluding unvaccinated Americans from patronizing businesses such as theaters and bars. Andy Sarabian, a Republican strategist, said that Team Biden's COVID authoritarianism could be, in the future, the biggest fight in front of us. The biggest fight in front of us. Collins, Dr. Collins, said, as a public health person who wants to see this pandemic end, yes, I do believe we should require Customers of businesses to provide proof of vaccination. Not just the employees, but the customers. Do you realize what this calls for? This calls for the policing of businesses, not just for the employees, by the employers, but by police agencies to come through. And test and mandate and verify whether or not you as a customer can provide proof of your vaccination. Regardless of what, whether or not the vaccination does anything, you have to have it. It's like wearing the yellow star. Remember that? In Hitler's regime the form of identification, that you are on the outs, you're not really accepted in normal society. CDC Chief Rochelle Walensky has reinforced Team Biden's authoritarian signals by calling for mandatory European-style vaccine passports. This is where it's going. And, friends, I have seen the videos of what has now begun to happen in France. In France, the police now are going through restaurants and checking, forcing people to verify whether or not they have been vaccinated. This is in France. Remember France? Remember the the French Revolution? Remember liberty, equality, and fraternity? Now, Liberty, equality, and fraternity are all being sacrificed on the altar of authoritarian control. What do you think is causing people to resist or not resist but accept the vaccine? The same thing. Fear. You either fear that you're not going to be able to have freedom to do certain things, and so you get the vaccine under force or threat of force or compulsion, or you're going to lose your job, or you don't get the vaccine, and then you're afraid also that you're not going to be able to do things in normal society. The reality is fear is the driving force. Just as Jesus said it would be, men's hearts failing them for fear for the things that are coming upon the earth. Now it's just not things that are coming upon the earth, it's things that are already here. And it's not just violence as we have understood it. It's government acting violently against the humanitarian freedom rights of being a human being for total control. In Illinois, one Illinois school district has already warned at least 64 employees they've been given an ultimatum. You either get the vi- the vaccine or you face termination. One staff member who wished to remain anonymous for fear of retaliation said none of the staff had much, if any, import or warning before the school district decided to make the vaccines mandatory. This is like... This reaction, friends, we'll call it a reaction, it's more than that, but a reaction to the virus is actually worse than the virus itself. It is a different kind of virus. Fear acts like a virus, and it, it's like a cancer also. It metastasizes, it spreads rapidly from one person to another. That's why the Bible talks about the spirit of fear. God said to you and to me, God has not given us the spirit again to fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So my question to you then, as we consider shifting in the second half of the program toward a response, a faithful response to fear, are you paralyzed by fear? How great is fear a motivation to you to submit to the mandate of a vaccine when all of the information proves that the vaccine is at best not that effective and at worst dangerous not only for your health today but for your health in the years to come? Just asking. It's a worthy question for Christians. You see, as Christians, we are being faced not just with a question of whether we're going to uh, have a proper attitude to submit to the proper role of government. This has gone way beyond that. If you look, if you understand the dynamics of what is taking place, you see this has gone way, way beyond that. There are ulterior motives. There are not-so-hidden agendas behind the push for the vaccine and its mandate for every man, woman, and child. In order for the Great Reset to take hold, as promised by the head of the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, In order for that to take hold and be implemented by 2030, the peoples on this planet, in whatever country, no matter how democratically oriented they may be, have to be brought under the thumb of government so that you and I and all of us will accede to whatever the government mandates. That's the only way they can accomplish this. And that's why Klaus Schwab said that we must seize this moment and use COVID for the very purpose of implementing the Great Reset. I hope you're listening. Now, Mr. Biden has been urged by a former Obama administration official to push unvaccinated people to be added to the no-fly list on domestic flights, saying that will change minds. In other words, we're not going to compel people by the federal government to get the vaccine. We're just going to make it impossible for them not to get it. Are you seeing the nefarious agenda here? The former Assistant Secretary for Homeland Security, Juliette Kamm, said that if President Joe Biden's administration won't adopt a national vaccine mandate, it should stop people who haven't been vaccinated from boarding planes using the Transportation Security Administration. I thought that was a governmental institution. And it goes on. We'll be right back.
1: There is so much more about Chuck Chris Meyer and Save America Ministries on our website, saveus.org. For example, under the marriage section,
0: You haven't heard the end of it yet, my friends. Stay tuned here on Viewpoint today as we continue to take a look at the dramatic direction of the response to the COVID 19 and its variations, Delta, whatever, and uh, uh, how those who supposedly are medical experts have coordinated themselves with politicians and their nefarious goals in order to achieve achieve ulterior motives. And I do believe, and to be honest with you, and to be fair, I do believe that there are medical people who have not knowingly and intentionally aligned themselves with the nefarious globalist ends to which the politicians are leading this. I do believe that. But they're naive, They're very naive. And uh, they're also refusing to look at the details that are screaming at them from other doctors that are not aligned with government. You see, it's the doctors and leaders that are aligned with government that are the ones that are towing and creating this fear. And then other doctors that don't spend the time to check into these things, and there are many of them, I would dare say that most doctors do not really know what's going on. And so what they do, they yield or accede to the protocols that are being established by the CDC. Their viewpoint is the CDC is there for a reason and for uh, a purpose, and it can be trusted And therefore, I'm going to punt. I'm not going to try to do my own investigation. I'm not going to spend the time to look into this further. I'm just going to trust them, and then I'm going to make prescriptions and direction and statements according to their line of thinking. So when, for instance, Fox News will bring on supposed trusted voices, Some of the most trusted voices in the conservative realm, they'll bring them on concerning COVID. These voices know absolutely nothing about what we're talking about. They also have bought the company line. They're naive. I heard Trey Gowdy just the other night say, you know, just trust your doctor. Whatever your doctor says, that's good. That's not true. You cannot just trust your doctor because your doctor doesn't know what he's talking about half the time with regard to this issue. All they're doing is yielding to what the CDC or Dr. Fauci is telling them. They haven't done any other research. They haven't done any of the kind of thing that that, uh, I have done in order to discover the negative medical consequences to the vaccine, nor have they checked out the so-called facts with regard to the number of people that are infected, what they're infected with, and the number of people that are dying and what they're dying with. You see, the CDC has actually intentionally deceived the people. They actually cut out uh, statistics in order to reinforce the political agenda of Mr. Biden so as to advance the cause of getting the mandate out for the vaccine. Remove statistics from their website. Why would they do that? because they're trying to hide things that don't go along with the company line. Why are they doing that? You see, we need to keep asking the question, why? It's not just what. It's not just who, who, what, why, excuse me, who, what, where, and when. The why question is the big one. And that's what people are not looking at. So when somebody just says, trust your doctor, That's a meaningless statement now. No, you are responsible. In fact, we've been told your medical treatment is your responsibility. You can't punt and give that over to somebody else, and neither can you do it for your kids. When you do that, you will be motivated by fear, and then you'll resolve your fear in favor of a false faith in somebody who has not proven themselves trustworthy with regard to this particular issue. Faith has to have some sort of a legitimate foundation. Faith is not something in the abstract. Que sera, sera whatever will be, will be. The future is not ours to see. Que sera, sera. That's fatalism. That's not Faith. An Ohio man is pushing back on a judge's order to get vaccinated as a condition of probation. Notice how they're using this to force people. All staffers of Terry McCullough's gubernatorial campaign in Virginia are now required to be fully vaccinated. You see how this is happening. But Rand Paul... Senator from Kentucky has come out this week and said he urges Americans to resist the new COVID mandates. Resist them. He says they can't arrest us all. They can't keep all of your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. That's pretty bold. And he's a doctor. He says what they're saying with regard to the vaccine is not true. A black colonist, Michael Massey, says, I refuse to poison myself with an experimental drug. How about you? Now, a U.S. House candidate in California has said we should be allowed to shoot anyone who doesn't take COVID seriously enough. In, in other words, who doesn't get the vaccine. Another writer says doctors could have medical licenses revoked for COVID misinformation. In other words, if they don't line up with the company line coming from the White House. The Pentagon, now, has acted to require the COVID-19 vaccine for all U.S. troops. Do you realize the implications of that for your young people? Their young men and women? Here's why you might want to be concerned about that. A Canadian doctor who has given the COVID vaccine to more than 900 patients has reported that 62% of those patients are positive for blood clots. Please listen. Dr. Charles Hoff, who has been practicing medicine for 28 years in British Columbia, said he has given about 900 doses of the Moderna experimental mRNA vaccine, and the core problem he has seen are microscopic clots in his patient's tiniest capillaries. This has never been seen before, he said. This is not a rare disease. This is an absolutely new phenomenon. In other words, it's created by the vaccine. The microclots, he said, are too small to show up on CT scans. They can only be detected using the D-dimer blood test, he said. The spike proteins in the vaccine become part of the cell wall of your vascular endothelium, said the doctor. This means that these cells, which line your blood vessels, which are supposed to be smooth so that your blood flows smoothly, now have these little spiky bits sticking out. When the platelet comes through the capillary, it suddenly hits all these COVID spikes, and it becomes absolutely inevitable that blood clots will form to block that vessel. The doctor went on to say the blood clots we hear about, which the media claim are very rare, are the big blood clots, which are the ones that cause strokes and show up on CT scans, MRI, etc. He said the clots I'm talking about are microscopic and too small to find on such scans. The most alarming part of this is that there are some parts of the body, like the brain, the spinal cord, heart, and lungs, which cannot regenerate. When those tissues are damaged by these blood clots, they are permanently damaged. The doctor went on to say, blood vessels in the lungs are now blocked up. In turn, this causes the heart to need to work harder to try to keep up against a much greater resistance, trying to get the blood through to your lungs. People with this condition usually die of heart failure within a few short years. Now you understand, friends, why the inventor of the mRNA vaccine concept has come out in the last several weeks twice and given dire warnings to the world do not proceed with this vaccine he has warned the fda federal drug administration do not approve this these vaccines because they are way too dangerous and just experimental and he knows what the potential damage is long term from these these uh, vaccines have you heard your doctor talk about that they don't even know about it they haven't done their homework as a trial attorney friends one of the things that I was particularly noted for, and I don't say this in a braggadocio way, it's just it's just the reality. When I went into court, I went absolutely prepared for every eventuality. I remember one judge at the end of a trial he said, "Mr. Chris Meyer, I just want you to know you're always welcome in this courtroom." Friends, we are not prepared Our leaders are not prepared. Our trusted people are not prepared. And you must be prepared. Or fear is going to take over. We now talk about faith.
1: Have you ever considered what the early church was like? Click Cell Church.
0: Again, I welcome you back to Viewpoint. Today, we're dealing very seriously with the fallout uh, of the increasing response to the uh, coronavirus, COVID 19, uh, Delta version, and so on, and how science has allowed itself to be perverted to be used, manipulated for ulterior motives and political power in order to achieve a globalist takeover of the world in fulfillment of biblical prophecy to usher in the new world order and global government over which the counterfeit Christ, the Antichrist, will ultimately reign. That's the goal. That's where this is headed. And the people must be brought to be terrified in order to submit to such a government enterprise that is now taking over the entire world. Western Europe is under the gun, so to speak, in this regard. France, under mandates. Australia, under the most horrific of mandates. New Zealand, everywhere we turn, the United States of America, many states. There are some that are resisting, and that's why some have told me, Chuck, the only place that's safe in the world today for any measure of freedom is the United States, and that's only because you have so many states, and not all of them are on board with these agendas. Other countries don't operate that way. So all of this has come home to roost right here. So Dr. Michael Brown, who is a, a good friend of this program and his 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 uh, program Line of Fire, actually comes on before ours live on the Truth Radio Network. Uh, he has come out with a piece in, uh, this week saying we were there when medical science lost its mind. He doesn't usually speak out on this kind of issue. But he is, because he sees this is terrifying. This has gone way beyond medical science. This is a bird of a completely different feather, friends. Before we speak specifically concerning faith, Tucker Carlson uh, came out and warned that the Democratic Party that is leading the charge for globalism has now gone totally totalitarian. They're taking ownership of private property in America, now live by the might-makes-right rule of third world regimes. Rochelle Wins- Walensky, now the new head of the CDC, has acted to extend an eviction moratorium One of numerous extra-legal moves taken by the Biden administration in its effort to manage politically the COVID pandemic that likely originated at the Wuhan lab in China. That it's extra-legal is already known because the Supreme Court has said that, a fact that even Joe Biden admitted on television. In other words, it's not legal, it's extra-legal, it's outside the realm of legality, but he said we're going to do it anyway. We're going to do it anyway and hope that we can get by with it long enough to accomplish our purpose. What does that mean? Taking over real property that belongs to citizens, landlords, people who live by owning and renting property to take it over and declare that they can't collect their rent. Again. And there's already something like $28 billion of unpaid rent. Who's paying for that? In essence, the government now has taken illegal measures to control private property in the name of some sort of social equity. And they're acting under color of law, even though they have no legal authority to do so, and the Supreme Court has already declared that to be true. This is how lawless these people have become. And when lawlessness abounds, fear abounds. Before we conclude... I need to mention this one last item to you. This is a legal document. This is a document coming from the CDC.gov slash coronavirus. It's called Coronavirus Disease 2019. And here's the title of it. Interim Operational Considerations for Implementing The Shielding Approach to Prevent COVID-19 Infections to Humanitarian Settings. Now, all of that is multiplied words to say that the CDC has set plans to set up camps, internment camps, for people who don't get the vaccine. That they consider, now... Dangerous to society. I have a document right here. It's called the shielding approach. Nice words. Who could possibly uh, be against shielding from danger and so on? They call them green zones. And they said the number of green zones required may be greater than anticipated. Many camps and settlements Post multiple nationalities, which may require additional separation, for example. Plan for an extended duration of implementation time at least six months. These are internment camps, friends, in the name of medicine. They say there is no empirical evidence whether this approach will increase, decrease, or have no effect on morbidity and mortality during the COVID-19 epidemic in various humanitarian settings. No evidence. But they're going to do it anyway. While the shielding approach is not meant to be coercive, it may appear forced to be misunderstood in humanitarian settings. You know what a humanitarian setting is? Wherever people are. They use this fancy language to obscure the real intent. Have I gotten your attention yet? Your your attention yet? Now, amid all of this, which is not for the purpose of scaring, but informing so that we understand somehow we have to get to the point where sufficient real information is, is brought out to combat the disinformation that is being delivered by those who have ulterior motives and are seeking to accomplish agendas that are despicable, unrighteous, and characteristic of a godless government that is not interested at all in humanity. Not really. They just pretend to be. What they're really interested in is massive government control so that you will voluntarily, and if not voluntarily, coerce, be under coercion, release your freedom for the greater good, they say, of the world and humanity. Thus is born. The new world order. The new global order as will ultimately manifest the long-anticipated counterfeit Messiah, the Antichrist. That's what's coming. Exactly how soon he will be manifested, that I cannot tell you. But what I can tell you with a significant degree of certainty is this is where things are headed. And they're heading very rapidly. This is why John Kerry, the environmental czar appointed by uh, Joe Biden, declared within a couple of weeks after Joe Biden's election and inauguration, that this move to the New World Order, the Great Reset, was going to take place much, much quicker than anybody would ever realize. And that's exactly what's happening, and this is how it's happening. Now, how do we live by faith in such an environment? We are required to. The just shall live by faith. First of all, that means we trust God for our salvation we trust Christ for our salvation we don't trust a counterfeit we don't trust false promises we don't we're not willing to sacrifice our ultimate salvation and trust in Christ in order to save our skin or our job or our position or anything else Our trust in Christ is paramount. Friends, if you have not yet come to the place where you realize you are going to have to deal with this situation, you need to do it now. Because if you don't decide now, you will capitulate. You will. If you've capitulated to the vaccine already, I'm not saying you've received the mark of the beast, but what you have done is demonstrated your weakness and your readiness to submit to the overwhelming force of government to take away the freedoms that have been fought for and preserved for your children and your grandchildren, and you have voluntarily become a participant in forfeiting them. You may not have realized that, but you have. Maybe you didn't realize at that time when you got the vaccine that all this was going on. And that's under, that's fair. That's understandable. But now you do or should. Therefore, you must fix your heart. You must have a fixed heart trusting the Lord. No matter what the circumstances, no matter what kind of promises or threats come down the pike. You cannot allow yourself, your children and your grandchildren, and pastors, those in your flock, to be led along by the pied piper of Uh, Of uh, nefarious government agents, godless government agents that are seeking to lead the people to perdition. That's what the new world government's all about. It's seeking to lead the people to an absolute trust, forfeiting their trust in the God of creation and placing their ultimate trust in a counterfeit. That has been Satan's goal and agenda from the get-go. When he said, I will ascend to the heights of the north, I will be like the Most High. When he was jealous and envious of God and his power in the uh, on the stones of fire in heaven, causing him and his a third of his angels to be cast out, that's what he was about. I'm going to be like the Most High God. And so, that's his goal. And in order to do that, he must bring every man, woman, and child on the planet under his domain. So that they will yield to him. And if necessary, by force or threat of force, you must prepare your heart now. As the psalmist said, my heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. My heart is established. I shall not be afraid. I hope your heart is fixed. I hope your heart is established. Please lead your children and your grandchildren to build that kind of faith. Daring to be a Daniel, dare to stand alone, dare to have a purpose firm, and dare to make it known. In troubled times like these, while others' hearts are failing them for fear, let yours build faith in those around you. God bless, be a blessing. Get a copy of the book, Antichrist, How to Identify the Coming Imposter." $22, on our website, saveus.org. I think it'll help you to understand the nature of our times. God bless and be a blessing.